Welcome to Grace Notes. It's been said that man can live 40 days without food, 10 days without water, 4 minutes without air, but only a few seconds without hope. Webster defines hope as a feeling that what is wanted can be had, or that events will turn out for the best. Hope is focused on an object, a person or thing. It is formed by our opinion about the object and it's fueled by our outlook concerning the fulfillment of what we hope for. But before we place our hope in something, we need to know, can it be trusted? On our program today, our host Barbara Sandbeck will address this question as she relates a trying experience that shows why hope in the right thing is vital. Have you ever been at the end of yourself? You've exhausted all possibilities for a solution and come up blank. Well, here we were at a gas station and our car wouldn't start. The key wouldn't even turn so we couldn't move it from the pump. Our concert tour was complete. We were on our way home some 800 miles away. We'd driven over 4200 miles without incident. There was no reason to think our planned 2-day trip home would be any different. Now, what were we to do? Oh, it's times like these that bring to light what you truly hope in. We'd learned from experience that the object of our hope must be the Lord. But would he help us this time? We were tempted to visit the what ifs, but instead, we prayed for God's help. Then we called some family members to do the same. We knew our Father God already had this situation figured out. Well, God reminded us of a road service number on a card in the glove compartment. We'd never used it before. It was Sunday, but when we called, someone answered. They said they'd send a tow truck. Here was the dilemma. Almost everything we owned was in the van and we didn't have a security system. The question started rolling. How would we get to the hotel? Would our possessions be safe in the car? How long would it take to get it fixed? How much would it cost? It's a strange, confining feeling to be stuck at a gas pump when you're used to going about your business. But it's a vivid reminder of how little control we have over our life and how truly needful we are. Well, in 20 minutes, a sleek-looking tow truck arrived. Dollar signs flashed before our eyes. This was going to be expensive. The driver got out and slid in the driver's seat, mentioning that our type of van had a lot of problems with this. He pulled on the steering column, so much so I thought he'd break it. Within a few seconds, though, he turned the key and the engine started. He seemed surprised. We weren't. His comment was, "You'll have to have this serviced, but whatever you do, don't turn off the key until you get home." We were disappointed that we had to drive straight through some 20 hours, but incredibly elated that God had sent us an angel to get us back on the road so quickly and so inexpensively. It was as if Jesus himself had taken the wheel and caused that pin to go into the right position so the key would turn. We praised the Lord for his timely provision once again. You see, when we're in Christ, we have reason to hope. Sure, we'll go through difficulties, but we have God's precious promises to hold fast to, like the one in Hebrews 13:5, where he says to us, "I will never leave you nor forsake you." And in Matthew 18:20, he says, "I am with you always, even to the end of the age." 
Yes, Jesus is by our side at all times, but he's also a perfect gentleman, and he waits for us to ask him to be involved. I like the story in this song. It reminds me of my younger years when I thought I could do it all without God's help. Listen carefully. You might just be there. She was traveling last Friday on her way to Cincinnati on a snow-white Christmas Eve. Going home to see her mama and her daddy with the baby in the back seat. Fifty miles to go and she was running low on faith and gasoline. It'd been a long, hard year. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going way too fast. Before she knew it, she was spinning on a thin black sheet of glass. She saw both their lives flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was so scared. She threw her hands up in the air. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from
when we got home and turned the key off. Sure enough, it wouldn't start again when we tried. We called a dealer, and he told us to get it towed. But another man, who just happened to be listening over his shoulder, said he'd experienced the problem and would come to our house to get it started. Sure enough, within minutes, he came and got it started, saving us the towing charge once again. They took the car right away, and we were back on the road in time to sing at a scheduled event. God didn't let us down, though it seemed quite hopeless for a while. Our hope was not in vain. Our faithful God came to the rescue. Oh, I love this verse in Isaiah forty thirty one from the NIV. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The word hope in this verse was translated wait from the King James Version. Hope involves waiting. If you want to figure it out yourself without asking for God's help, chances are you'll be settling for less. With the Lord on your side, nothing is impossible. Just consider God extraordinary and yourselves ordinary and watch Him work.
been listening to Grace Notes, a nonprofit, listener-supported broadcast dedicated to spreading God's Word. Your letters and contributions will help this ministry stay on the air. To contact us, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.